All right. Wednesday night is here, and the dudes have another jam-packed show for you guys. Oh, yeah. We got Raw. We got AEW Dynamite, The Crossroads. That's right. Tonight was the go-home show for Revolution. Or if you're big show, it's Evolution. Whatever. Uh, AEW releases the first mobile game for free. And I will tell you how bad that casino game is. Enzo and Cass reunite and more all right here. You got Smark and Box, man. We're both coming at you. And we are your Dirt Sheet Dudes.
I'll bet Miz really wishes he had somewhere to run or hide on Monday night. Um, <laughs> kind of why I played that song right there. Uh, what is going on, everybody? It is the Dirt Sheet Dudes. I am Boxman, and of course, riding shotgun as always. Smart, how are the two nights, sir? Ooh, what is going on, good sir? How are you tonight? Oh, not bad at all, man. Not bad at all. Hmm. Not bad at all, man. Getting a little, getting a little tired. Wife needs to start walking again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. She's close. She's close. She's uh, yeah, yeah. She's close. It's uh, I'm just doing everything, man. And it's getting oh, tiring. I feel like I've been up for. Well, we didn't sleep last night. We had a crying baby most of the night. So, anyway. How's things going over there, man? You said uh, you were having some, you having storms out there again? Actually, no. That's the weird part about it. The long story short of it is around about four o'clock today, ended up losing power. Did not get power back until a little bit after nine thirty. So I missed the entirety for the most part of uh, Dynamite. So going to be useless in that department. <laughs> but uh, did watch Raw. So there's that. Well, I was useless for a good 90% of uh, SmackDown on Friday, and uh, you took care of that, so I should be able to uh, handle AEW. You'll, uh, I'll ruin some stuff for you, but uh, you'll be all right. Yeah, I did see, and I won't, I will get into it later, I guess, but I did see a clip from the, uh, I guess it was the opening match with Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Doing his thing and uh, going through a table, so. Yeah. That was the opening match, and we will definitely, uh, yeah, we'll get into all that. That was, uh, that wasn't that bad, actually. I was, uh, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest, from that match, and um, I think it actually came off pretty good. And we'll, uh, we'll get into that. So at least you saw a clip of it. You got something going on there. I'll try to do my best to explain the rest to you, Smart. There you go. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Oh, never a problem. Never a problem. So. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and knock out the old plugs real quick, and uh, then we can go ahead and get into Raw. We'll knock out Raw real quick. There was a lot happening on Raw that we will want to get into. So here we go. Let's start out with the high marks. Of course, Cheese Man Mojo and G-Wiz always want to check those guys out. Where, you ask? Right here on Mixler.com slash metal mitt network that's right two t's in mitt don't forget that second t you can get them 8 30 p.m eastern time sunday nights that's right check them out and of course bobby anthem bobby blaze the inhuman experience go subscribe you need to you must you will that's right you will and you should check them out on all the major podcast platforms out there and of course everything unscripted wrestling um Definitely want to check out those guys right there. I was on there Saturday. I lost. Old Kenneth Williams took me out like I was nothing. Just slaughtered me in the debate. Um, good guy, though, Kenneth, and I'm, uh, I'm glad he won. Congratulations to him. You can find everything unscripted, though, on um, Blog Talk Radio and all the usual podcast platforms. And, of course, Stephen Milan, thank you for sharing the show. Uh, letterboxboxd.com slash Stephen Milan is where you can find him over there reviewing films. Don't forget that second L in Milan. And you can get us on Spreaker. You can get us on YouTube, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Player. Go ahead. That is right. Monday is 8.30 in the Metal Mint Podcast Network. Be sure to check out Cheese and Sports. The Cheese Man, the Cheese Master. And Sundays, afternoons, 
Be sure to check out the Motor City Machine Guns, also on the Metal Met Podcast Network, and last, never, ever, ever least, be sure to visit our friends at the Planet Raconteur. It's the Planet Raconteur Podcast from Bobby Anthem, Papa Dave Sincere, and Young and Nasty. Be sure to subscribe so that you'll be ready for Season 2 as it looms ever so close on the horizon. There you go. Be prepared like a Boy Scout. And start, That's right. Start signing up for that shit. There we go. Let's drop this music. And we can get into Raw. Let's see if, how quick we can get through Raw. <laughs> oh, now, you said you did watch Raw, so we can get into a few things here. Um, now, Raw started out, Smart, with a lengthy video recapping the Miz and Lashley storyline. But when you get to the end of the show, the long, long video kind of made sense because the show was also a lot of Miz and Lashley on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so they had one idea and they tried to stretch it out through the expanse of three hours. Uh, Miz got a lot of fucking TV time on this show, man, if you think about it. Um, you know, we had the whole thing in the beginning. Then, you know, Drew came out, uh, Elimination Chamber, losing, going to get title back, blah, blah, work my ass off, defend, blah, 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 blah. Miz and Morrison come out, they interrupt. Um, Miz says it was just a matter of time once I had the money in the bank contract that I'd be champion. And obviously he was right. He played his cards right. And Miz tries to get Drew Drew to blame Lashley more. Mm -hmm. And then MVP comes out with a cane, not a crutch. That's right. So he's stepping up. Um, He says Lashley is going to win that championship tonight. Sheamus comes out, ruins the whole fucking thing. And says, and says he's going to beat Drew. And I feel like it's more of an editorial and less of a recap. Yeah, I feel like that, there's some commentary added into that. That was not in my notes. I, I, sometimes I add stuff. Um, they brawl to a pull-apart. Match haven't, it hasn't even started yet. Sheamus gets thrown over the barricade. And then we come back from commercial, and it's Sheamus and Drew. Long, hard-hitting, brutal match, dude. I don't know what you thought, but those guys were fucking... They looked like they were hurting each other most of that match. Yeah, probably the best match of the night. Honestly, got some pretty good time out of it. And like you said, it was just two people just beating the shit out of each other. It was a little bit weird that they had been building to this for like months on end now. You know, they've been teasing it for quite a while and they didn't even advertise it like leading up to Raw. Like last week, they didn't advertise it. They didn't advertise it before like Monday started. It was basically just, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to have that tonight. The match that we've been building up for for months. I mean, that's kind of part for the course for them now but it was just a little bit odd yeah uh, odd is wwe right now and i don't know man it's just starting to get tough starting to get tough um but mcintyre did get the win in the end there on that match but yeah definitely a hard-hitting match in my opinion though those guys were out there killing each other um and i like that when we came back they had the countdown for the miz versus lastly match or mm-hmm. Miz versus Lashley, take one, or what is this? I think it's going to be take one in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that was cool. They had a little timer. It's like it's like the, it's like a death count for Miz. <laughs> yeah, that was apparently an ongoing theme throughout the night. They did that a couple of times of like when the match was going to happen. Yeah, I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to give anything away as we get to it, but. You know, throughout the night, this was a common theme. Oh, yeah. 
Most definitely was. Most definitely was. So they had to get a match in between here to kill some time, and they did. It was Nia Jax with Shayna versus Naomi with Lana. Nia got a quick win. There's really not a lot lot to get into here, to be honest with you. Um, And this is Miz take one. Miz versus Lashley take one. We get the Miz. Uh, You think he's coming out. His music hits, and he's backstage holding his stomach. Yes, he had a bit of a tummy ache. He said, I'm cramping up. I can't do it. I Lashley ran up the ramp, and then you kind of forgot about him. Hey, dogger out there. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, kind of yeah. for, I kind of forgot about Lashley for a few seconds there when Miz was back there complaining. Then Lashley just comes up and grabs him by the throat. And he's like, <laughs> we're going to have this match tonight. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> Like how Morrison just like scampered out of the way, just like, well, this isn't my problem. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck on out of here. What I did notice, though, was kind of interesting. And like, again, I know it's better off if you don't apply logic. Is no. it sort of an ongoing rule or was it at least back in the day, the rule was that you had 30 days to defend your belt? I th- wow. Your rules. WWE <laughs> rules. Um. You could like, say that. I understand that they had probably abolished that a long time ago since they couldn't even like stick to brand exclusive wrestlers for like longer than two months. Well, but... there were, I mean, there was that. There was Brock not defending the title every month. There was Balor who was just out for three and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. It's one of those rules that they stick to if they just want to take, you know, a little. I don't know. It's It's like. Let's stick to it just to get the title off them because we've got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. I, I just think that's what they do sometimes. How they do it. It's it, 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 Rules mean nothing in WWE. <laughs> or AEW, for that fact. I'm not going to sit here and shit on WWE. And not, I mean, we've seen, we've talked about many rules getting broken right in AEW and they don't say shit, the refs. Nothing. Nothing. They, they, they don't care. Yeah, I think that they just try to put pass it off as just every referee has their own like discretion. Uh, Everybody has their they some play hard and fast to world, some are more totalitarian with it, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, anyway, that was um, basically, and then Adam Pierce says the match is in an hour, so we get another countdown. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then we get Braun Strowman coming out which is going to give us more Pierce and Shane. Um, Brom- Strowman's out there still bitching about not being in the elimination chamber. And <laughs> Pierce and Shane come out. Once again, Shane basically calls Braun stupid, saying he can't read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shane's just towing that line. <laughs> oh, he's he's having himself a fucking grand old time, just bashing Braun, <laughs> just straight up airing. It reminds me of, like... Do you remember back in the day when they tried the Billy Gunn experiment? They were going to push him as a legitimate singles competitor. Yep, yep. And the first feud they gave him with was The Rock. And The Rock just completely fucking killed his career before he could get off the ground floor. I mean, I still don't know how that ass man thing didn't work out. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Great theme song. Great theme song. <laughs> but Braun just out there bitching once again. And Shane calls him stupid once again. Um he announces that he's been taking some uh, courses at the old community college. Yeah, getting uh, his master's, I believe he said. 
Yeah, the NBA. NBA. What yeah. I thought was interesting is they're completely overlooking what can be a very legitimate gripe on Braun's behalf. Because mm. he, he comes out and he, he sounds like a total fucking idiot, even before Shane makes fun of him. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, this fucking, this, this sucks. I hate it. This is stupid. But um, they had the cont- the match to get into the chamber between Kofi and Morrison. Mm-hmm. They specifically said that the chamber participants were going to be WWE champions, former WWE champions. Right. I believe Kofi held the universal title and Morrison never held any of the world titles. So they Braun doesn't bitch about that, though. Oh, you may be right there. Mm hmm. We have a gentleman in the chat who will correct you if you're wrong. Oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure the first half of the third paragraph that he's typing out is already in uh, play. But at the very least, Morrison was never world champion or universal champion. So even if I'm wrong about the Kofi thing, he was still a non-champion that was competing in, for the right to be in a match with champions only rules. So yeah, I think Kofi might have been WWE, not world, not heavyweight. No, but hmm. I don't know. Good question. I guess we'll see if anyone decides to correct me or you or both of us or one of us or anyway. Um, and yeah, basically um, we get Shane coming out saying I made this match, not Adam Pierce. Um, and then Shane says, well, Adam Pierce is your partner. And Braun says, that sucks. That's my best Braun. Um <laughs> And then Shane goes, well, here, let's make it our tag team title match. So then we get Braun and Adam Pearce uh, versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander for the Raw tag team titles. It went about the way you would figure it was going to go. Braun fucks up and yells at Pearce for no reason, really. Mm-hmm. Um. This was sort of a choose your own adventure as to what you want to be mad about. Because I was seeing people bitching that this made the Hurt Business, or at least the Shelton-Cendrick pairing of the Hurt Business, look bad. They look like jokes. They look like lackeys now or whatever. Which, I guess if that's what the argument that you want to make, you can make that argument. I was more surprised than anything that they just this random pairing just automatically gets a title match. Why are... I mean, why... Can can they not... They, they, they won, though. Right. They did win. So... What? This wasn't my grade. This was no, no, uh, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just. I mean, it, it's like okay. So who they went? So who they went up against? Braun's still a big motherfucker, and Adam Pearce right. can still go if they, he had. Sure, if he had to. Ah. Well, it's funny because, but I was, I was just saying, I was seeing people that were complaining that I was making that particular portion of the hurt business look weak. Meanwhile, I was sitting there thinking, like, why do these two guys that are just randomly paired together in a tag match get to have a title match? And then I was sitting there thinking it was even more depressing because I was like, well, what other tag teams can you put them in there with? And there's like two or three currently active tag teams right now outside of the hurt business. Yeah. You got like on Raw at least, because you got like Lucha House Party, and then you want to throw together like a retribution pairing. That's about it. Because I think one of the Viking Raiders is still injured. So that's one. And it's like, other than that, that's pretty much the entirety of the tag division. So it's like even more sad if you start looking at the lack of depth in the tag division. Yeah, you're depressing me, dude. Like really, man. <laughs> a little bit. My man, stop that shit, dude. That's 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 it's depressing. Um, but you're right. There's a lot to unpack and bitch about in that little segment there. Um, and and the other thing though that was funny was like 
you had Shane because obviously they're setting up, and I want to I want to see how you feel about this because it seems like the writing is on the wall here for the uh, Shane Braun feud for WrestleMania mm. is what they're lining up. But you had Shane like sitting there ringside just demanding that Braun tag Pearson. He has like no authority to make him do that. Like, he can't fire him if he doesn't tag in Anna Pierce. So Strowman tags him in anyway, like, begrudgingly, just because Shane's telling him to, and then Pierce ends up getting rolled up, and they lose the match. Like, they're kind of going out of the way, and I'm not even complaining, because I'm not particularly big on the guy anyway, but they're just, like, almost particularly going out of their way to just make Strowman look like a giant fucking idiot. Like, he is just getting full-on the inevitable Big Show treatment. Well, that's what you do with big monsters. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? That's 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 how you get him over. You make him look like a fool, of course, and of course. then you make him spend four years trying to get their career back. <laughs> yeah, you you make them look like shit for like four years, and then for out of the blue, you just push them as monsters for two months, and then you're surprised that nobody's believing them to be monsters. And then bring them out as like baby New Year. Mm-hmm. And, have them dress yeah. up like Hawk Hogan or just whatever gimmick you want them to impersonate. And then turn them heel again. Mm-hmm. And then and bring them back out. And maybe, maybe he has a strip mall that went under and then he broke. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I remember that. The fucking ironclad contract. <sighs> okay. I'm not sure if that was the worst or when Shawn Michaels was supposedly broke with JBL. Ugh. They were both bad. They were both bad. I don't even know if I remember that one. Like, it sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, don't. You you don't need to remember it. Forget I said it. Take it out of your memory. Don't look it up. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't even worry about it, dude. Not not worth worrying about. Um, So we get Elias after this. He's with Jackson Riker. Uh, Damian Priest comes out with Bad Bunny. They had a little skit before this, but whatever. Um. And after a surprisingly long match, woo, I thought long match, Damian Priest did pick up the win. Um, I'm still not upset about Bad Bunny being there, man. Not a problem with me. I still see people pitching, but I don't have a problem with it. The guy's selling merch. He's not out there looking like he doesn't want to be there, like I said. Not phoning it in. I like the guy. Don't like his music, but I like him. Yeah, I mean, he's at the very least, regardless of whether you like his music or not, or whether, you know, regardless of what you think of him, he's at least committing to his role there. He's at least trying the very best to sort of actually fit in and blend in and, like, kind of produce segments or be a part of segments that he himself, you know, if he indeed is a fan, would actually want to watch. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I, I keep seeing this in the chat, and I guess we'll take a little stop here and mention it. Um, yeah, this was, uh, I saw that it was Robert Gibson, actually. So in your wheelhouse there with the Midnight Express, confirmed this on his Twitter. Ah, okay, yeah. Jim Crockett Jr. has passed away. It says today, March 3rd, 2021. Um, I, I'm just pulling this up, so I don't really have many articles, and really there's only one or two. I see Lance Storm tweeted something. Um, so there's that one, uh, Garrett Martin. I don't know who that is. I probably should, but yeah, uh, looks like four days ago he was in really bad condition. Dave uh, Meltzer was saying liver and kidneys were already failing then, uh, he was 76 years old. And, um, I guess, uh, today he 
went ahead and passed away. Man. Wow. It's already been kind of a hard year in terms of wrestling-related passings. Yeah. I just, um, I, I didn't see that before the show, and I uh, thought we should just really quickly mention that. Obviously, you know, condolences to the family, and uh, man, that's awful, man. Awful. Mm-hmm. 2021's not starting off great, I'll tell you that. Um, anyway, uh, heesh. I guess we gotta get, I can, yeah, I going back to Raw after that, but um, well, you might as well go to a ridiculous segment after this, which we get to. This is a Randy Orton segment with, um, <laughs> where... I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this. Oh, so Randy's back there doing an interview and, uh, in the middle of the interview, Alexa pops up on the, the TV screen behind him and, uh, she's in her little sexy pentagram and, um, she's just, you know, she's got like a Jack in the box in her hands. It's not me there. It's not me in there. Um, and she keeps ch- saying, like, bring him back. And then suddenly, Smark, suddenly, we get Randy on the TV talking to Randy. But it's possessed Randy talking to Randy. Yep. You've got evil Randy talking to evil or Randy, I guess. I, I don't know. But I'm and, and then suddenly he starts choking again and he runs off. I was hoping they were going to go with a different color this week. Maybe lighten it up a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe some green. What is interesting about this is that Nothing. Randy's natural reaction, as we are led to believe, to lacking air and choking is to start undressing. Because yeah. he starts coughing and gagging, and his first response is to just unzip his hoodie and like start to take it off, which I thought was going to lead to something. But it didn't. It was just he just wanted to quickly flash out his abs to the viewing audience for whatever oddly reason. Look, I baby oiled. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I really hope that he does not start choking at a restaurant when we are allowed to dine with each other again. That would make for a really odd dinner party. Actually, we will. Uh, restaurants here are allowed to go back to 100% starting the 10th. Is that Monday? Did see that. Yeah. Texas and Mississippi. Now, yes, you're right. Now, real quick, that's next Wednesday, actually. Let me just mention one thing. Schools Mm -hmm. are not backing off from K through college. They are not backing off. They are still making kids wear masks all day. So that's one thing not changing. Um, Businesses are still allowed to have discretion. You can put just like you could put no shirt, no shoes, no service. You can put no mask. Don't walk in this building. Mm -hmm. So you can still do that. And if you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. Not No one's going to say you can't. It's just restaurants are allowed to go back. Bars are allowed to get back open. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to do. I don't go out much. So, you know, me, I'm not really. I mean, the only way I go out is during work. And most of my customers are saying, no, we still have to have the masks on because, you know, it's work, 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 work. But, you know, they're in close proximity. So from what I see, it's not going to change much. And for someone like me that doesn't go out a lot. I'm not going to have the biggest problem, um, but people going to bars and stuff, we may see a little uptick here. I'm I'm not crazy about it, but I'm also not upset about it. Yeah, there's no like real great answer, real solution to that anyway. It's just like on one hand, it's cool for the people who are reliant on, you know, that as part of their livelihood and income, you know, those people that work at the restaurants and stuff that 
you know, have been laid off or been fired or looking for work and, you know, presents new opportunities for them. But at the same time, you know, also, like you said, the potential risk for another surge of cases does potentially exist. So it's just kind of you hope for the best. Kind of can't control anything about that anyways. You just kind of hope that people go against their instinct and actually show some common sense and everybody does their best to just try to fucking be careful. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of my customers, I'm still going to be wearing the mask most of the day, unless I'm driving or uh, that's about it. Unless I'm driving or eating. It's about the only two times I don't, but um, I'll still be wearing the mask. And it's not going to, a lot of businesses you saw today, they're putting up signs already. No mask, no enter. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm not sure what Mississippi's going to... Uh, I'm not sure how open they are. I think they're going to do the exact same thing, but it's still at discretion. So, people, don't be dicks. And if business says put your mask on, put your fucking mask on. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. Or at the very right. least, just fucking have the decency to just leave. I mean, 90% of the people have masks down below their nose anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I see a lot of like going to the grocery store or whatever. There's just a lot of people who either outright don't wear them or wear them until they get past the person at the door and then just take them off. And this is like, yeah. I also see people pulling those masks out of some bad places, too. <laughs> well, yeah, that becomes a whole different matter of hygiene and whatnot. Dudes are pulling them out of their pocket with lint and shit falling out, and women are pulling them out of their bra. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Let me have one, please. No, 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 no <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, 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 no. Results may vary based on uh, who, what, who the bra belongs uh, just to. Just leave it at results may vary. That's probably right, right there. Uh, probably good, <laughs> probably good, probably good right there. So, um, but anyway, back to Randy Orton's abs, uh, <laughs> oiled abs. Uh, yeah, this segment they're getting more ridiculous, but I got to tell you, this one was pretty creative. I. I actually got a good chuckle out of the 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 voice the Randy was using. It was pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually didn't mind the execution. I was because I I heard about it before I saw it, and some people were basically just saying it was the stupidest fucking thing they've ever seen. So I was like, "Ooh boy, I can't wait!" Like I was genuinely excited. I was like, "If this is fucking ridiculously bad, it's even better for me." But I really didn't think it was, other than the fact that like. It was a touch anticlimactic because you just had Orton just kind of freaking out and running away. Yeah. Which I guess, obviously, if you saw somebody who, like, if somehow somebody managed to manifestate, like, the evil version of yourself and he's talking at you in a demonic voice, you're probably going to be freaked out. So, like, fair enough. Natural. The thing that I kind of don't like about it a little bit is just that the commentators literally said nothing, which is, it's one thing if like, that's when you're like leading up to a debut or whatever, you're showing like some teasers for an upcoming debut. It's one thing if you don't comment on it, because that's kind of status quo of like, you know, you don't want to be like, Oh, this this is a new guy coming. (laughs) They don't acknowledge that. They don't, they don't do that. But this has been an ongoing feud. So like sometimes they comment on it. Sometimes they don't comment on it. So it's like, it's very hard to keep up with like the continuity of, what do the commentators see, you know, and if this happened during an interview, so obviously the interviewer saw what Orton was seeing. So like, does the interviewer see it and the commentators don't like it? That becomes a whole big weird, like <laughs> who who can, who witnesses this and who doesn't? Well, the commentators come back and they're like, well, what just happened there? 
not even that. They just went right on because they went from that to, I believe it was the uh, Charlotte Flair thing. Uh, actually, no, this is this is Ms. Lashley take two. Oh, yeah. OK, so they just went immediately. They didn't even say a word. They just immediately went to Ms. Lashley part two. Yeah, Matt, Ms. Lashley part two. Once again, we thought he was coming out. Ms. tries to uh, beg Lashley to wait until WrestleMania, but Lashley ain't having none of that. He's like, fuck that. Match is happening now. Mm-hmm. Lashley is literally like stalking Miz in the ring, looking like a fucking beast. Um, the match starts. Miz immediately rolls out of the ring, grabs his title, and runs up the ramp like a scalded dog. Um, and Lashley wins that match, but we all know the title doesn't change for DQ. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, Lashley like didn't even really make an attempt to stop him. He just stood there. Yeah, he was like, well, well he was kind of like, what the fuck? What just happened? <laughs> Can't believe this shit. Yeah, he was like dumbfounded. Which <laughs> actually, funny enough, speaking of the old S word, we actually got, which is rare for WWE, bullshit. Not, not bullshit is rare from them, but actually hearing the word bullshit. Did they not bleep that? Uh, not on the Hulu version. Oh, okay. Because I watched a, um, I never know what version i watched a full version but you know what i mean when i don't know what where the version is from that i'm watching right yeah i did watch the hulu version i i caught a couple of reviews so i do know about like you're saying the naomi match and the stuff that was omitted from the hulu version so i do know about that but yeah they just flat out because mvp confronts shane and pierce and he just says that they you know straight up this is bullshit and they did not bleep it whatsoever. No, they let it. They just let it roll. And that was the next segment right there. Um, Shane did say he's not going to let shit. He didn't say shit. He's not going to let shit like this happen on his watch. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Shane just came back and suddenly he's management again. But hey, I'm down with it. Um, sure. He's he says he's going to consider stripping Miz of the title somehow. Consider, consider. Remember that word, consider. And then we get Charlotte coming out, uh, doing the peacock act as usual. Um, <laughs> Charlotte comes out and she's doing this thing. Oh my! I, I tried to name my dad. I told him to go home, and he did. Blah blah. Looks like they're completely just dumping this whole flare lacy thing, which blessing in disguise. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Blessing in disguise. Um, congratulations to Lacey. And thank you um, to her husband. <laughs> Good timing, pal. Good timing. Very conflicted about that, actually, to be honest. Because on one hand, it's just somebody who has to watch it. I'm glad that I don't get to see it anymore. But as somebody who actually talks about it, there is some real potential for just awful, awful, awful segments. Yeah, but, you know, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. But uh, <laughs> I just heard my daughter fall out there. She'll be okay. She's tough. Oh, taking she, bumps. Nah, she's tough. She's tough. Tough little girl. Tougher than, tougher than my son was. My son was. My middle one was a little wimp. He's toughened up, though. My uh, my older one got him tougher. There Oof. you go. Well, that's always how that works. Yeah, isn't it? I keep telling the older one, wait till he's bigger than you and he kicks your ass. But anyway, um, finally, Shayna comes out. Right before Shayna comes out, they show the uh, little video of um, 
why Oscar's not there and Shayna kicking out that tooth, which I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. You saw that tooth just drop out. It actually looked like a bridge she kicked out. Yeah, it was it was rather disgusting. It, it looked like it might have been a bridge that got kicked out because it looked like two or th- maybe three teeth that fell out when it was. I, I didn't see it in slow mo like that. They they slow mo and highlighted that shit. Mm-hmm. Now, real quick though, before we do, well, I guess it's all part of it, but um, I actually just go ahead. But before we get in the match, I do want to talk more about this promo because this promo I thought was fucking wild. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. Charlotte comes out and she talks about how crazy things have been with the whole Lacey storyline or whatever. And that basically just puts that to bed. She then says that Oscar's been doing just a great job, just a plus, you know, gold star as a champion. And out of respect for her, she did not want to challenge her for the belt. She just wanted to be Oscar's friend and Oscar's tag team partner, which bullshit because you, your very first promo after winning the belt, you said that you were only her tag team partner because it was mutually beneficial to you. And you had not established that you two were friends at any period, at any point, for any reason. So, okay, that is flawed as it is. Second off, she then says, she being Charlotte, Charlotte being a face, that she is going to challenge Asuka because it's WrestleMania time. And so she wants to challenge Asuka. And then Shayna comes out, and Shayna's supposed to be the heel in this. And Shayna's like, well, why do you just randomly get to challenge for the title? And she's like, don't you think that the other women in the locker room are going to think that you're kind of, they're not going to like you because you're kind of being conceited and you're just trying to jump ahead of them? And she's like, yeah, but I don't care what they think because I'm Charlotte Flair and I'm the best. It's like, how is this face behavior? Like, this this is, you just randomly declare that you're going to be the challenger at WrestleMania. And then you declare that your peers, your peers are jealous of you because you are significantly better than them and you're supposed to be the person that we're rooting for in this <laughs> Oops, sorry I had my mic down while I was pouring some water over here mm-hmm. so yeah it, it. you're right it didn't make sense and I didn't even think about all that until you just said it that's that's a lot of flaws but we said right when the whole this whole little team started you know where this is going because Charlotte doesn't take her eyes off that fucking title. No. So, and we know they love putting her in the, in the, in the pick, in the title picture. I didn't want to be in the title picture. Meanwhile, you went in your first match was a title match. Right. What? Another one that was stupid. Ah, now you got me thinking of all this stupid shit. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in kayfabe. It doesn't make sense in like real life. Like it is, they have no idea how to make her a likable face. <laughs> because she's not. Yeah, well that that there's also that. Like you just sometimes you just gotta go with what's given to you. Yeah, absolutely. I guess so, man. I guess I guess that's the way it works sometimes. Um But uh then uh yeah, and, and then like I said, Shayna did come out. We get the usual little promo before the match from Shayna and Naya, kinda the same usual bullying sort of promo. But mm-hmm. um Charlotte versus Nia was the uh, Charlotte versus Shayna and Nia gets involved and does did you see that leg drop, dude? <laughs> yeah. 
that was like a kid in the in in a backyard trying to do a leg drop. That was the worst. I have Hulk Hogan was probably sitting somewhere crying, and should have been. <laughs> well, for different reasons, but that leave that alone. Well, yeah, he was definitely crying after the main event. <laughs> oh boy! Oh but, boy! But yeah, like I I don't know like it's redundant at this point, but I just don't know. Like it becomes a challenge to just every week, try to find a new way to explain just how bad she is. And she's just the shits. I, I mean, she's, she's hurt multiple people and mm-hmm. they just, you know, we we're supposed to look away on that somehow. I don't know how but we are. And then, you know, she, she just does that leg drop and it was just like plop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awful. Um, Charlotte did end up, end up winning that match against Shayna, which didn't surprise me one bit. Um, so there you go. Now we're back to uh, backstage. Adam Pierce and Shane are back there, and Shane tells Mister Pierce, "You go tell the Miz if he doesn't show up for his match, he will be stripped of the title, and the belt will be given to Bobby Lashley." So I'm thinking, all right, well, we're about to get this match going. Going to be a nice long match. Nope. Lucha House Party and Riddle versus Retribution. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I did see Mia Yim is back. Yeah, how about that? So, guess we'll maybe see Keith Lee back soon. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, he wasn't, I don't think he was a part of the old uh, end, ending match of the show. No. No, I haven't, I haven't seen him in going on a month now, I would say. Mm-hmm. Going on a month now. Um, now, Lucha House Party did get the win in this match, and Ali just gets in the ring and starts yelling and yelling and yelling and yelling. I could not take this guy's yelling. I'd slap the shit out of him eventually. And then he points at Riddle and says, I'm going to beat you. I want you. So they get in the ring and they do a match, and Ali does win this match to lead by example, Smart. Hmm. Huh? There you go. That was about what I thought of this match, too. Hmm. I mean, it's just like, isn't this one of the, the first match was uh, against Morrison? But you gave him, he's only been champion for like two weeks and you're already having him lose. So. Well, yeah, that's, again, it's how you build people. You make them lose and you make fools of them. That's how it works, man. There yeah. you go. Yeah, because then when somebody does take the belt off the guy who's been doing dumb comedy segments, losing every week, it just really has a certain oomph to it. Yeah, there you go. Just that's the way it works, man. Miz is backstage trying to talk Shane out of defending the title. Nope, nope. Shane doesn't doesn't buy it. Nope, you still got to do it. So then we finally, finally get Miz and Lashley. That's right. Took a lot of time to get us to this main event. And there was only about seven minutes left in the show. So I'm like, this ain't going to be a long match. No. No. And it wasn't. Shane did make it a lumberjack match. And you see all the lumberjacks going down there. Once again, I played nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Because Miz had nowhere to run and nowhere to hide with all the lumberjacks down there. Which they missed a golden opportunity, actually, now that I think about it. Because A... First off, it's weird that they had retribution out there because their whole gimmick is that they're supposed to like be trying to crumble like the infrastructure of <laughs> WWE. So why are they out there trying to uphold the integrity of a belt for a company that they supposedly hate? 
Like, I don't feel like that's that nitpickery of a thing no. to bring up. But also, what I say that they missed a golden opportunity on. You missed the golden opportunity to have our truth come out dressed as an actual lumberjack. Because <laughs> it's like, how do you miss? Like, it's that. It's a very easy fucking joke, and it takes very little effort. Yeah. Like, I guess they just didn't have enough time. They really became a time crunch, but I mean, do that. I think you're going to have to have a 24-7 match for that to happen. Um, yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. Might see. Might see Bad Bunny soon in the match. Who knows? But, um... So, the match starts. Miz tries to hit Lashley with the title. Lashley grabs it. And Miz is doing everything he can to stall for time, running out of the ring. Lumberjacks throw him back in. Lashley easily dominated Miz in this match. Uh, and I, obviously, that's the way it was supposed to go. You knew by the way it was going. Miz was just didn't want to go against him because he knew he was going to lose the title. Right. And of it, course, it was a bit of a nice touch, I think, that you had the normal sort of setup for a lumberjack match because you had like the faces on one side and the heels on the other. But the kind of twist that they put on this was both the faces and the heels hated the Miz. So anytime, it was like, uh, regardless of what section of the ring he tried to escape from, nah. they were there to grab him and roll him back into the ring. Because the story they were trying to tell was just literally everybody hates the Miz. Well, like you said, you got to keep that integrity of the match going. So, you know, that's just how it works. Right. Uh, and, and I will say real quick, from just wherever the void that they plucked him out of, the purgatory, we ended up seeing Berto Carrillo for the first time in like what feels like years. Well, it's only been probably a couple months, but well, I mean, it was the main event. Catering was probably cleaning up. <laughs> they kicked him out of the salad yeah. bar. We got to clean now, buddy. Get out. Come on. Get out of here. No, no, no. No, no, no. We, we, we want to go home, too. We want to go home, too. Out of here. Somebody just very passive-aggressively sets like a to-go container in his table and catering. Buddy Murphy's standing back there with him. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm hungry. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was, I, didn't, I didn't need to do that. Um, anyway. Like I said, Lashley easily dominates the Miz. We get the Hurt Lock, and we have a new WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Mixed. It, the social media was mixed on this. Me, I like it. This Lashley, we've seen this from, I, I guess, since MVP came back. Really. Right. This Lashley is not the Lashley. He's more the TNA Lashley that was just coming out and killing people. But... I'm loving this last year right now. I hope he gets a nice long title run with this. Um, and we'll see. We will see what happens. But uh, last year's a hard, you know, he should be a hard guy to beat, especially as dominant as her business has been. And that to me deserves a nice long title run. Sure. And I was, I saw a graphic that kind of really sums up the difference a year makes because you had, they were looking at where everybody was last year. Mm -hmm. And last year, Shelton Benjamin was like basically just doing job matches. You had Cedric Alexander was on main event and you had Bobby Lashley was in that God fucking awful angle with Lana. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this time, you know, that was that last last year at this time. And now fucking everybody in that stable, sans MVP, who isn't really even an active wrestler all that much anymore, has a belt. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it is crazy. And, you know, it's funny. The last time 
MVP and won a belt, and Lashley won that belt once with MVP, and MVP had a crutch. His knee was fucked up in that time, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I just, I really want to, uh, I really want to get a good run out of this, and we'll see. And you know who else was happy about it? Who's that? Leo Rush. Oh, yeah. Here it goes. Yeah, actually, I did see that. I saw a tweet before the match actually happened that if Lashley were to win, that he would revert back to his hype man ways. Well, he did, and here it is. Oh, wrong button. Here it is. Black. Lastly, 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 lastly. There you go. He was obviously excited about it. And he should be, man. And he should be. So, yeah, really good. I, mean, I got to tell you, man, this actually was a really, I like this episode. There was some stupid stuff that we mentioned with, you know, the Charlotte stuff, the Randy Orton stuff. But all the stuff, I think, with The Miz, very well executed, made for a very entertaining show. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as what I had heard or had read and seen. I think just people are just used to <laughs> Raw being just terrible, I guess. I don't know. Where now every week, like, the show is the worst show they've ever seen. And every week I watched, I was like, that's eh, a bit of an over exaggeration. Like I thought it was a I thought it was a solid show. Like they kind like I said, they kind of stretched one idea as far out as humanly possible. But outside of that, you know, we got like the Drew we got the Drew and uh Seamus match was good. It just like you said, the angles between uh Lashley and Miz were pretty solid. So I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, man. I I thought it was a really entertaining show and uh wasn't bad at all. Uh, and once again, man, I'm just hoping Lashley really gets a nice long title run. Hoping they're not just going to do this till Mania. I'm, I, I think Lashley deserves to hold that past way past Mania. Well, you, I think you kind of just touched on it. I was seeing, and I mean, these things change a billion times. They'll change a billion times the day of the show, probably. But there is a bit of a rumor that they had Drew drop the belt so that they could have Drew win the belt in front of a live crowd which I really hope they don't do. Because I honestly feel like a lot of this they accidentally kind of lucked into. Because mm-hmm. I, I truly believe, and I mean, there's no proof of this, and nobody has kind of said as much, but I truly believe that the Hurt Business were supposed to be a foil. They were supposed to be set up so that Retribution could run through them. And I feel like they got over and Retribution didn't, so they were smart enough to keep running with it. And then you kind of just ended up, you know, one thing led to another and they did, they got over really huge and you end up deciding to put the belt on Lashley. So stick with, stick with it. Mm. Like, don't just give the belt back to Drew. I think Drew was a decent champion, but like let Lashley run with it for a while. Cause I feel like you could, you know, and depending on what ends up happening, you could potentially even set up like a Lashley versus Lesnar match. And I feel like that would be fucking hot. I'm, just not so sure Lesnar's coming back. I see a lot of people saying he is, but I just don't know, man. I think Brock Lesnar is just fine sitting there hunting. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, either way, though, even if they don't bring him back, you could set Lashley up to just be a fucking world beater for a while. And then when somebody actually does beat him, 
it, be, it becomes a huge deal. Just they instantly get over it. So, you know, you could you, you have a lot of ways that you could potentially help, you know, people in the future and make everybody look good. So yeah. hopefully that's what they do. But we'll see. Yeah, I guess we will, man. We'll find out what is going on. But um, we'll see what happens in the long run here as the uh, as the weeks go by. And yes. Um, guess we can get an AEW, knock that out, and then we don't have much news. News has been slow the past few mm-hmm. weeks. Um, I guess with uh, you know the storms everywhere and just shitty things going on everywhere. I don't know. Anyway, we'll get into AEW. This was uh Dynamite, the Crossroads. Mm-hmm. They called it. This was the uh, go home show to Revolution. Or uh, as Paul White called it, evolution, but elevation. Mm, evolution is a mystery. Elevation, revolution. He, he probably just got them all mixed up. Leave him alone. Um, <laughs> I see people, he fucked up. Oh, yeah, he did. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little while here. Cody's first out. Less obnoxious entrance. Not much, but a little. <laughs> um, Arn Anderson comes out. Red Velvet comes out. Then Jade Cargill comes out. Oh, God. Oh. That woman is a goddess. Uh, <laughs> and then Shaq comes out. Look at Shaq. Indeed. He did. He actually did. He, so he's he's a big, I mean, I mean, he's seven foot. Just regardless of being seven foot, usually the, he's just huge. He's a mm-hmm. monster of a man. Um, and looking looking serious out there and pretty powerful. And honestly, I didn't find Shaq's performance bad at all. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about what it was that they were going to do with Shaq. Like, were they going to, excuse me, got a little bit choked up there thinking about old Shaq. Um, anyways, if they were going to, like, have it be a little bit more of a cinematic match or if they were going to, like, tape something in case, you know, you fucked up or whatever. I didn't really realize, and I actually want to go back and watch it because I, I, I do know the result, but I just want to see how it played out. Basically, you had three people who were either relatively new or haven't wrestled at all. And then you had Cody, who was basically there to just sort of be the ring general, as it were. And like that's kind of a pretty big undertaking, especially considering the amount of eyes. And I mean, we don't know the ratings yet, but presumptive eyes that are going to be on the show tonight. I think the first quarter hour for them is going to be very, very good. Yeah, I do too. Very, very good, especially that one. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought Shaq looked pretty good in there. Jade definitely needs a little more time, but I didn't see anything horrible from her. Actually, mm-hmm. I liked her little finisher and the transition into the pin. I thought it was actually pretty damn good. But um, one move I did see was uh, that backflip to the off the top rope to the outside by Red Velvet. Holy shit, man. Did it look good or did it look dangerous? It looked pretty good, and she did land on her feet, basically. But, you know, Cody made it look pretty good. I got to give him that. Um, Now, this is my little complaint about the match. Um, Actually, before that, Jade got a table from under the ring. She took too long to set it up, which gave Red, Red Velvet a little time there. She set up another table, so we got two tables side by side out of the, out, outside the ring right now. Um. And then what happens is at one point though, Shaq gives Cody a power bomb. Seven foot tall, 
350-some pounds power bomb. And I think Cody sold it for like eight seconds. Like he was riding a bull. And I'm like, if you're going to sell a powerbomb from a guy that big, wouldn't you want to lie there for a little while? Mm-hmm. No, nope. Cody, of course, you know, super Cody, Cody Christ basically gets up, you know, and fucking just run Shaq off the apron. And then he goes to the tables. Jade Cargill, like I said, gets the win with, a, like I said, nice finisher and, you know, nice little move into the pin. I liked it. So, and like I said, that girl, that woman's a, that's a goddess right there, dude. My God. <laughs> she is, I, I've seen that she is quite popular amongst quite a few people. Uh, good people, I guess. I don't know. Right people. <laughs> there you go. I mean, she's a nice looking, nice looking lady. Yeah. I'm just always scared that anybody who is like muscular like that is going to end up suffering from the old, uh, let's call it China syndrome. Yeah, but she's not as, she's more tone and not as, I mean, she's, her legs are really jacked, but her arms aren't as jacked as China's was. So I don't know, <laughs> but she's definitely, like I said, that woman is put together, man. Now, after the match, they did show Shaq being led to the back in an ambulance. And then we get back from commercial and Tony goes to check on him and Shaq's not in the ambulance. Hmm. So Shaq pulled a fiend on us somehow. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing if Shaq had fucking paranormal powers. Like, just because of, like, whatever, like, I guess because of his experience with Shaq Fu, that he competed against all these mythical warriors on the Sega Genesis, that he's able to, like, control time and magic and shit. Uh, shit. I would love if they brought up Shaq Fu. Oh. I mean, he was a genie at one point. Because he was in Shazam. Or Kazam, or whatever the fuck it was. He played a genie. Okay, yeah, that movie did. All right. It's the movie with Sinbad that never happened. That's the one. That's right. Yeah, that's one of those uh, Mandela effect things. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those uh, gaslighting things where he took a picture, I think, and everyone thought it. Everyone thought of it. I don't know what happened. He took a picture once in a genie outfit. I remember. I don't know. Well, what happened back? Because, I mean, Sinbad was like popular in like the early 90s. Oh, yeah. People just kind of dressed like genies back then because <laughs> i mean mc hammer was popular and he exactly. had like the fucking baggy pants and like some people were emulating that just some people dressed like genies back then it still was what it was it, it was what it was exactly it was very very popular probably come back very soon fingers crossed on that oh stop it uh, I mean, I fucking own a shit ton of flannels anyway so i just all of a sudden I, my regular fashion becomes in vogue again hey how about it yeah I- Kind of, I got a few of them too. Um, I even have a flannel hoodie. Oh, there you go. Yeah, got that for Christmas, motherfucker. Uh, so I wore it yesterday, actually. It was fucking cold. Now it's warm. Anyway, next match was Pac and Ray Phoenix versus John Skyler and D3. That's his name, D3. Hmm, yeah, I, I have seen him on Dark. I can't really say how I really feel about him one way or the other, but yeah, D3. No. It's kind of an odd name, but then so is EC3, but we at least know that it stands for something. Yeah, well, not sure what it stood for in NXT or WWE, but they never told us. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick match, though. Pack and Ray win. It was quick. It was over very fast. Kind of didn't even need to be done. Um <laughs> what I did think was funny is we we didn't necessarily talk about it, and I don't want to shit on the guy because I I really like the guy, but the Observer Awards 
Yeah. They listed Phoenix as like the Mexican wrestling MVP. Uh-huh. And somebody did like some research. He basically wrestled like two or three times in Mexico mm-hmm. and like none of them were title matches. So he basically just had a couple of like odd one off appearances oh. and just people did sort of the WWE of like the only Mexican wrestlers they know are Eddie and Ray. So they were just like, oh, well, shit, do we vote for Phoenix or do we vote for Pentagon? Which Pentagon would have been the right choice because Pentagon actually worked for AAA for a couple yeah. of months during the pandemic. Right. Yeah, that would have been smarter, but eh. Uh, whatever. It's Melzer. Just got to the ass. Uh, after that, we get the inner circle there in the ring. MJF and Chris Jericho press conference is what this is. We got a couple guys up there. Um, one of the guys from Barstool Sports was up there. Fucking Conrad. Y'all Conrad keep, was there? Y'all keep joining that Patreon. He's just getting fatter every fucking time I see him. Yeah, keep joining that Patreon. He's eating well. Um, Bischoff was back again, Smart. Oh, how about it? Yeah, yeah. All of them kind of asking about uh, Inner Circle. And uh, when they trashed Papa Buck is what they kept calling him. Um, and, of course, Inner, um, Inner Circle. I'm sorry, the Young Bucks did come out. And they were talking shit to MJF and Jericho. <laughs> one of the good lines by one of the young bucks, I can never remember which one is which. Um, they said something about, you know, what would you be doing, MJF? You know, probably sitting at home in your parents' house, blah, blah, blah. And then they looked at Jericho and kind of took a breath and he was like, you'd be jerking the curtain at the performance center. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, you'd be jerking the curtain at the performance center. So, good line. Good line. I liked it. Uh, then it just turned into an all an all out brawl. Basically, um, one of the bucks did a dive off the thing to put. Uh, oh, I forgot who threw a table. I'm sorry, I forgot who, but I forgot who. Yeah, these things happen. Unfortunately, like I said, it can't help because I didn't get my power bag until about nine thirty-five. So, nah, it's all right. We had. You're gonna want to watch this though. Um, FTR and Tully. Tully came out wearing the old old U.S. title belt, the you know <laughs> the little belt. Right, um, yeah. Now, this was Tully's first match back since 2007. He had a match against Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Um, this was the FTR and Tully versus Jurassic Express. Was great to see J.J. Dillon out there, Smark. This was like a a horseman reunion. Yeah, right almost. On. Almost. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, what was, was the greatest horseman of all time, Steve Mongol McMichael there? No. Oh, shit. No. I was going to say Paul Roma, but I don't know if Paul Roma is still alive, so I didn't want to be a dickhead. No, he is. Um, I think, ooh, I think so. I think so. I don't know. Um, But anyway, it was, uh, they'd go out there. Um, And then Tully didn't look too bad out there. Took, took a couple of bumps. Did some good <laughs> stuff out there. Tully was actually looking pretty good out there. I, I got a little nostalgia rush for a minute. Then we get some mystery man coming out out of nowhere. Oh. Well, it was very anticlimactic. Wait, just wait. Um, the mystery man, Tully gets the pin and we find out the mystery man that hit um I think it was Luchasaurus, I believe, was Sean Spears. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> I was going to say, what is it, like Ole Anderson? But I actually would have been way more happy to see that than fucking Sean Spears. This was like 
when fucking Aces and Eights had like, you know, Wes Briscoe and, you know, Bischoff's son Garrett as like, it's like, what the, who the fuck cares? Sean fucking Spears. Pretty the, much, yeah. Ah, but the best part of the match. Um, Arn came out and he pointed to, he kind of did the old two finger point and he pointed to uh, Tully and to JJ who are all in the ring celebrating. And he gave the four, and they all gave it back. And it was just, I'm not going to lie, I got chills for a minute there, man. I really did. Yeah, it does sound like a really good moment. It was. It was a nice little moment. I got the chills, little nostalgia chills going there. It was nice. It was a really nice moment. And then we get Paul White, a.k.a. Big Show. Um, had a shirt on that said, no more BS, which you could take as Big Show or bullshit, however you feel like it. Um, I'm sure that's going to cause a little stir tomorrow he got a great pop from the crowd that was there um i'm actually looking forward to seeing him over there in aew what he's gonna do it seems like people sometimes come out of their little wwe shell when they move smart so i'm kind of hoping to see that and by the promo we cut tonight wasn't bad like i said he made one little flub that i didn't find to be at all annoying i actually i laughed at it you know, he said evolution instead of revolution. But like I said, he was just putting over a show called um, Jesus Christ. AEW Dark Elevation? Elevation. I was thinking Evolution for some reason. Elevation. And then he was trying to say revolution. I think he mixed the two up and fucked up. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, entirely possible. I, I, I We were talking about that last week, Elevation, and I was like, every time I said it, I was like, am I saying it correctly? <laughs> See? <laughs> so I, I know he was saying. See? There you go. Um, yeah, yeah, they're having a little argument in here about um, whether WWE owns the U.S. title. They own their U.S. title, the WWE United States Championship. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think... They own the, uh, no, actually, you know who would own the NWA version? If anyone did own it, it would be, uh, Billy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sebastian Pumpkins guy, Billy Corbin. Corbin. I wanted to say Corbin. God damn it. I think I accidentally said Billy Corbin the first time. That's why I said it again. That's why I didn't want to say that. that, that that's, Corbin is not the right last name for this guy. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't look that much different. It just looks like, you know, the, uh, if somebody deflated Baron Corbin, it would be like Billy Corgan. Well, speaking of deflating Baron Corbin, did you see that picture of him from 2011? I did not. I mean, I've seen him when he was in the NFL. Oh, I'll show you that. I can't do the juice. I think I have that picture. He was a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, I guess, um, you know, you know when, when it, one has talent, one doesn't. So, you know, um, Corgan's better. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, Sasha Baron Corbin not happy with us right now, uh, <laughs> of course. And we get the finals match for the women's elimination tournament that was uh, that's been going on. The winner of this match will have the match with Sheeta at um, Revolution coming up Sunday. And this was Nyla Rose with Vicky versus Rio Mizunami. The best I can do. That's the best I can do. I'm sorry if I butchered it. I apologize. It was a pretty, once again, man, a, not a bad match. Nyla Rose, once again, improved a lot over the over whatever she was doing. She definitely has gotten a lot better. I don't know if she's more comfortable or what, but 
good match. Uh, I like this uh, this Ryo character. Rio, Ryo reminded me more of uh, kind of like an Asuka having fun character. Mm. So was really good, really fun. And um, there you go. I, Ryo did win the match, and it's going to be her and Sheeta. There you go. That's interesting. It's going to be a good match. They're former friends, by the way, which made for a little back and forth uh, forearms in the ring. Now, this this doesn't really add much of anything to anything, but just sort of because we've been talking about it and you, of course, lived through it. But uh, apparently Vicky ended up was one of the people that were without power, too. Was that was the report? Was that where she's at? Because she's a Texan as well. Uh, that she didn't have power for a pretty lengthy period of time, too. Oh, and she's probably, I think she's either in San Antonio or something like that. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure where exactly, but I, I did hear that she was, like, without power, and I think that was potentially, yeah. like, causing some problems with her, like, you know, not being there. Well, that southern area got hit harder than, than us, which is rare because that southern area is down near beaches and stuff. You know, right. not, you know, it's still the beach. It's not like, you know, it's not like South Florida. It still gets cold there, but that they got hit even harder um, down there because a lot of their stuff down there is solar, too. And the solar panels were all covered with fucking snow and ice. Hmm. But it was there were so many factors. I'm trust me, I'm not sitting here being the oh, I'm blaming green. No, I'm not blaming green energy. Everybody had problems uh nuclear energy everybody had fucking nuclear power all the companies had problems everybody had problems around here everybody did and it was just because everybody was overloaded and that's why they were doing rolling blackouts here luckily we weren't affected much by it i mean once once or twice but i got lucky like i said i was i was just without water and i was fine with that um so anyway, um, I guess we can move on from that. But yeah, it sucks she was out without power, but she's back working. So I guess she's either okay or at a hotel. Uh, <laughs> so she might have been like, please let me come back. <laughs> it is still just very weird that she has her own Twitch. Really? What did, did She sure does. Playing video games and stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, some of them, like, sometimes it'll just be, like, shit like Solitaire, but then sometimes she'll play, like, actual video games. So it's, like, it's just, it's weird. It's a little bit weird to see her just, like, just being online. She just has a very, like, sort of, like, motherly, grandmotherly type vibe about her when she's not in character. So it's just, it's a very weird counterclash. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Sting! Mm Mm-hmm. Down to talk to Tony Schiavone about the street fight they're having this Sunday at Revolution. And Ricky Starks comes out. Steps in the ring and cuts a decent promo. Praising Sting and then he slaps Sting. Uh, Sting basically takes out Starks. He does a stinger splash, scorpion deathlock. Hook and Hobbs come out from the crowd. Poor Hobbs just didn't make it in the ring as much as he was supposed to. (laughs) So Hook went in and started choking out. Uh, Sting, Cage came out. Darby's music hits, and Darby and Sting clear the fucking house. I, I didn't realize until you said it in that order how much Hook and Hobbs sounds like just 
a, a uh-huh. old cop show that you would very much be into. Only if Starks is there, because Starks, Hooker, and Hobbs really comes together well. well yeah, oh, Starks has to be. Starks is the rookie. Oh, yeah. It's either Hook or Hobbs is like the veteran that's nearing retirement, but you know, then you got to have the, the loose cannon, as it were. <laughs> Hobbs, he'd be, the, he'd be the mean cop that hates everybody. <laughs> there you go, yeah. You got to have the sort of archetypes that you're used to with that kind of oh. format. The old grizzled, I don't care who they are, they all get the crowbar from me. That's right, I get results. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be a great show. I'd watch it. It's a cop show. It's a cop <laughs> show. Know. It's a cop <laughs> show. I'd watch a fucking cop show. Well, they did that. Uh, they should do like a parody of that. Like, because they did back in the day, they did that Fuji Vice show. I mean, not for real, for real, but they did the, you know, Miami Vice parody with Mr. Fuji. There you go. There you go. So after that, Smart, we go to Dark Order. Um, number 10 is going to be out there. He's with num- uh, Negative One. Um, Scorpio Sky was up there on commentary. Now, it was number 10 versus Max Caster. <clears throat> now, Max Caster came out and did his little rap thing. And 10 was holding back Brody Jr. And it was one of the... It's just... I, I got the biggest chuckle out of it. It was hilarious. I loved it. I don't know why. It was just funny. I... I I, I know I said if they're still using this, you know, kid, it's going to be a little different now, but he's not out there every week. They're having, I'm leaving it alone. The kid is having a great time. Look at him. He's having fun. He's enjoying his life. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Now, Max Caster did win this match with, with the help of Jack Evans. Better. And Matt Hardy is up on top of the ramp waiting for Jack Evans with a giant envelope, a giant neon green envelope, Smart, that says <laughs> Jack Evans, $4,200. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, I was really disappointed when you said giant. I thought you were like, this was going to lead to Matt Hardy showing up like a publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> check. And I was like, oh, that would have been fucking phenomenal. Great, but no, no. Hardy's making good on the promise to destroy Dark Order one by one. Um, it was, it, it, I, and then I just it, then he walked backstage, and then he had to come out for the match after. I'm like, why didn't you just fucking stay out there? Because <laughs> the because the, the all the time though, and like this is like a AW. It happens in AW sometimes. It happens in WWE a lot too. It's like it, it, it it's, it's funny. Because it just makes me laugh because it's just like I could totally believe that the wrestlers are such divas that they're like, no, I want the music. I want the entrance. Yeah, they they they, they got to have it, man. They're fucking junkies, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's Mac, Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn versus John Silver and Adam Page. Um, Let's see a little bit of this. Okay. I, I got to tell you, man, Silver is a goddamn gem. He's a fucking workhorse, man. He's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch in the ring. I I don't know why. I just I, I wish I had seen more of them. I need to probably go on YouTube and see more of them, um, just to get an idea. But really like watching that guy in the ring. Um, Page ended up pinning Mark Quinn to get the uh, to get the win here, and Hardy just turns around and attacks Page with the microphone. Dark Order comes out, starts stomping the shit out of Matt Hardy. And pretty much the whole Battle Royal roster that's going to be coming up uh, on Sunday 
comes out to brawl and they go off air with that. Yeah, I will say in terms of John Silver, like not not so much the wrestling style, but like in terms of just their their body type and the way that they're both charismatic and they you know are really good for the you know, sort of comedic promos and whatnot. Kind of crash Holly vibes. Ooh. I didn't I'm think just about sort of that. a small underdog, but like kind of scrappy, you know. I the build also, I can definitely see that because Crash Holly was a, a a shorter guy, a you know not not built, but definitely jacked. Well, actually, no, he was pretty built for his size. Yeah, kind of like a. I hate to bring this one up, but kind of like Benoit. Yeah, a little bit. You know, and both had. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> that's uh that's AEW and obviously we're gonna have the pay-per-view this weekend on Sunday. I will do my best to go live. I gotta with the baby, it's tough to tell what's gonna happen. Um I guess we'll see and just like keep me up to date and you know if we decide to do it, you be subscribed and you'll know. Yeah, I really wish I could tell you guys now if I could or couldn't, I probably could just say yes, but I don't really wanna do that to my wife. Have her out there all night. She's Still recovering from ankle surgery, so try to be that guy, you know. Anyway, um, never got a little bit of uh news to get into, and then uh, smart. Uh, did you just add one to me here? Yeah, I sent you a clip, and this isn't exactly wrestling related, but it's under a minute, and it does feature an AEW alum, dare I say, legend. Oh. In a rather compromising position, sort of. Nothing too offensive, but it's been making the rounds. It's become a bit of a meme, as the kids say. Uh, kids do say that. Some kids, yes. Let me pull it up. On I don't know if that's something you want to play like right now or if we want to end at it. Because either way, I, I, I've seen the video and I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> it's Go audio, on. too, so you don't need the visual component. All right, yeah, it's good ads and shit so i'll get it real quick and not have to rely on uh my computer for this okay we know how my computer likes to lock up when i rely on the internet the video was already locking up so i will grab it and um you know what i'm gonna talk about the um because i got it the aew released their first mobile game and it is free it is the casino double or nothing game I downloaded it. Um, and it's funny, I'm looking at the Wrestling Inc. article and even the ad for their for it has been removed. It's it's every other casino game you've played ever. Yeah, literally, I will go ahead and dig this up and see if I can find it. I, I saw Friday that somebody had found out or I posted made a tweet about it on Twitter. They literally reskinned an already existing computer, like a already existing computer casino game, and just made it like AEW. Pretty much is looks like what they did. Um, you know, you can get your daily. Uh, grab my daily bonus here. Uh, I can watch a video and get another one. I'll do that later. You can do slots. You can do. Let me see here. You can do poker. Uh, Texas Hold'em, poker, slots, blackjack, video poker, craps, <clears throat> excuse me, set poker, roulette, Omaha, which is uh, four cards instead of two, just like uh, Texas Hold'em. 
Baccarat and split bet poker. I don't know what split bet poker is. Um, I assume it's like blackjack and poker mixed. Because, hmm. well, you can split in blackjack, so I'm figuring that's kind of how it is. Um, it's just like any other casino game, though. Uh, the slot machines are... I'll tell you the truth. I'd rather download Slotomania. <laughs> that that game. Um, as far as poker, I, I have something called Fresh Deck Poker, and you can actually play people on Facebook, see their pictures, and talk to them. It's much better. You know, you can give them gifts and everything while you're in the uh, thing. It's 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 a better game. And, you know, can you can download separate apps. I, I, I'm, I know I should be putting this over, but a bad app is a bad app. And um, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit y'all. I don't like it. I don't personally like it. They're, hopefully they update and make it a little. It's, I mean, the, the. Slot machines aren't even, they have nothing to do with wrestling. Not one of them. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I literally, and I, I found the tweet, but it's been deleted. So I'm going to see if I can dig up something else. But literally, like the company that made it just sort of put a, like a, AW logos over an existing game that they already had. So it literally is just a reskin of one of their casino games. Yeah. I mean, here, here's some of the, the, the names of the games here. You got Buffalo Valley, Buffalo Winter, just because the valley wasn't good enough. You have to go with the winter. So there's that. Um, Barbarian Nudge. It, we're, nothing to do with wrestling. Top Secret. It looks like a James Bond type game. Golden Golden Hay. Golden Hay. Uh Freaking redneck game there. I like that one. But they're all, none of them have anything to do with wrestling. It's, it, it's any other, just download your, don't download it. Is that the very least free? I mean, it's free if you want it. Of course, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to get it, but I got to be honest with you guys. I'm not crazy about it. I don't really like it. I think it's a pretty shitty app. I do. I hope they, I'll leave it for a little while. Maybe they'll start updating. Maybe they'll get some feedback, and uh, that'll help them. But if <laughs> hope they don't listen to my feedback, but because <laughs> <laughs> it's just not it's not fun. It's just not a good game. Um, I'll get bonuses. I'll get up to a couple million, and then I'll uh, maybe play some poker. I'll see. I don't know. I hadn't played the poker yet, so Friday I'll tell you all how the poker is. I'll play some poker tomorrow. Is it one of those where it's like if you log in every day, you get a fucking little reward or whatever, and then at the end of like five days or a week, you get like a yep. big prize or whatever the fuck? Exactly. Exactly. So, and like I said, it's not it's not the worst, but if you like casino games, it may be, may be a good game for you. Hmm. I'm just not a big... I'm not. I mean, I, I'd rather play poker on the on the app I have. I'd rather play slots on the app I have. I actually get tired of playing slots on my phone. It just it's, it, you're pushing a button. That's all you're doing. I mean, if there was some, yeah. I mean, if someone was bringing me beer, it'd be different. I, back in the day, my grandmother had, so I would just sort of by you know being in proximity get to play with it too. There were these little like home, not homemade, but you would buy them. You could bring them home. 
little slot machines you could just put like any currency like you could put a quarter or a dime or a nickel or whatever and you would just fucking pull the lever down and ev- eventually you would end up getting a jackpot or whatever and then all the money you put in would just like shoot out remember that yeah there was silver there were aluminum mm-hmm. they were pretty they were, they, were, they were put together my mom has one still oh yeah they were nice and clunky like hefty oh yeah my mom still has one it still works she got it mm-hmm. from a little antique store in um out e- out in east texas so definitely, definitely pretty cool to have that because <laughs> there's not many around anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess I don't really solve too many of those anymore. No, but uh, as far as this game, I just figured I'd be completely honest with you. I'm just not a fan of it. But uh, like I said, I'll keep it for a while. Maybe they'll do some updates very soon, which when they usually they do when they launch a new app, they really need to do more than reskin. They need to re-graphic the game. Make it a little more, I mean, go look at WWE's games. They may not be great, but at least they look good. Yeah, everybody, like, I've noticed that everybody's trying to get in on that, like, the whole mobile gaming sort of platform. Because, like, uh, WWE has a couple of different ones you talked about, you talked about it before. They got the Super Card one. They got a couple of other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, New Japan has their own little like card game now where you like collect cards of wrestlers kind of like the super cards in japan style and then like for certain like on their shows they have certain events where you can win you know they come on and they announce it where you can win like a special card only for this show and like only available during the show or whatever so this has been becoming more and more prevalent with the companies trying to get in on the mobile gaming market oh you can't blame them i mean there's ad revenue to be made because oh, I mean, sure. to get yeah. bonuses, you watch videos to double your score. Sometimes you can watch a video to do. I, I, I don't blame right. them, man. That's that's now that's. You get the microtransactions where it's like, oh, you can buy a card pack with real money. Yeah, I don't. I I think I've spent money on two games in my life. I don't like buying stuff. I'll I'll wait or I'll buy the or I'll uh, do the videos as much as I can. I I hate doing it. Right. Well, there's one thing for like the games that are free to play, because then you like the people that make it, you at least kind of rationalize that they'll see some money from that. But it's starting to become it's not even starting. It has become a thing with like actual full on triple A, like, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, PC games that are actually developed by major publishers and shit. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, buy this card pack. And it's like, you, I fucking gave you 60 bucks for, or 79 <laughs> for this fucking game. No, like get fucked. <laughs> and that's a lot with the sports games the Madden, NBA 2K, those kind of things. Ah, uh, there you go. Which is why I don't really play those too much anymore. It's a shame because back in the day, those games would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't played in a while. I haven't played anything in probably like a month or two. I need to get back and play something. I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of video games. Actually, it's been keeping me from getting on Twitter or Facebook. And my sanity thanks me for it. I've just been watching movies still, man. I'm just looking on movie rush for some reason here. I don't know why, but just watching movies lately. There you go. Right on. Cool. I watched Demolition Man and Judge Dredd last night. Uh, the, the the which Judge Dredd the first one or like the remake one? Uh, Stallone. I watched two Stallone movies in a row. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just want to sit I... there. I just just all night just want to. I there you go. There you go. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Actually, this you, you sort of you missed a golden opportunity the other day because Sunday, the uh, Highmarks were doing a movie quote trivia game. Ooh. And believe it or not, I came in second. I lost to an adversary that you have vanquished in the past, Papa Dave. Ah. He got me by one, and unfortunately it was because computer lag, which is really unfortunate since the last quote, and I felt like they set it up for me, and I still fucking blew it. I just He heard it before I did because his connection was a little bit better. It was from the Blues Brothers. Ah. So, like, he's very specifically a, a very Chicago-centric movie, and I was just a little bit behind. Ah, I would have. I, I need to. I need to check that out. Then I want to hear that. They're doing. Uh, they're also going to be doing this this coming Sunday to further plug the show that we already plugged. TV show theme song tribute. Oh, and I am looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. That will be fun. That will be fun. That'll be nice. Definitely yeah. check that one out too, guys. That's going to be awesome. Actually, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, all right, we got more news here to get into. Um, let's go ahead and get into this. Enzo and Cass reunited over the mm-hmm. weekend. That's right, they did. Um, they were at a show in um, Lariato L- L- Pro. I'm not sure where the show was, but. Kaz XL and Enzo did reunite. Kaz actually looked pretty damn good. He looked pretty shredded in his, uh, in in the ring. So, I don't know what these guys can do. There's not a lot of places you can really go right now, but Kaz looking good. Enzo's looking older. <laughs> older. Older, but, um, you know, this was all over the other day. I mean, I'm getting this article right here from comicbook.com which uh, is putting out a lot of wrestling lately. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've, I've actually, I did see the picture of this. Right. And you're absolutely right. I'm trying to see if I can find where this event happened. But uh, Kaz was definitely looking real good. I mean, that was never really his problem, though, unfortunately. Because like, he's, always, he's always sort of looked the part. It's just he's had a lot of sort of setbacks with like mental health and things like that. And then even outside of the mental health related issues, which I I can't at all blame him for. Huh. He's also just sort of like Enzo sort of said the wrong thing and done the wrong thing. Sometimes that have rubbed people the wrong way in the backstage area, reportedly at least. Lariato pro wrestling, part of the good brothers dojo. Them, those good brothers. Apparently I didn't, from what I'm seeing, it's like based out of Georgia, Georgia. That's so what that I'm would seeing make too. sense for uh, what's his name? Luke Gallows. Yeah, yeah, Jenkinsburg, Georgia. Hmm. Georgia. I've never heard of Jenkinsburg. Me neither. I mean, that's not to say that you know it doesn't exist, but well, it obviously does. Uh, I mean, would Google lie? Hmm. No, no. But uh, he also came in. It looks like uh, Kaz came down, and uh, also Hernandez was out there too. Yeah, <laughs> you want to talk about people who are just still hanging in there? Uh, Hernandez, you see him here doing doing the uh, the old border toss to uh, who I don't know who that was too. I, I, he perplexes me, really, because like Hernandez, like 
he he's he's not bad. Like I just don't get why he wasn't like a bigger deal. I guess because I mean I don't know if it's like just that he just doesn't have a lot of charisma or whatever. But like he was he for and especially as a big man, like he moved really well. He did a lot of like dives and shit. He was very agile, but just for some reason he just never really came close to sort of scratching the surface in terms of like being a big star. Yeah, Chris is saying uh, Enzo and Kaz to. AEW. No. Um, that wouldn't go over well. That didn't go over well in Ring of Honor. I can't imagine it would go over well in AEW. Yeah, and it's just... I mean, Enzo is Enzo. I don't think he wants to change. I just don't think he does. I think Enzo is always going to be that obnoxious, what? annoying character in real life. He... Oh, this is... I mean, this is old news, but... He and Janela got into it uh, like a fucking Blank One Eighty Two concert. Oddly enough, so yeah, he, they did. Did did you ever see that video? Saying it's work. It. Uh, okay, even if, even if, and I'm I'm not at all going to try to say you know defend like oh no, it definitely was real. Let's just say it was. Like you can't tell me that you can't imagine that Enzo wouldn't piss off the wrong people in that company. Oh yeah, he would. Like, I could very easily just see within the first, like, two or three weeks of him being there, just, like, fast forward to just Kingston having him by the fucking throat, just against a wall somewhere, just shouting at him. You little motherfucker! Nobody doing anything to stop. Yeah. (laughs) Sounded like Joe Pesci. I'm gonna whip your fucking throat out, and Cody just turns around and whistles and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I would like that. I kind of wouldn't like to see that. Um... Yeah, that 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 was. I talked about that a long time ago when that came out. It looked looks like they were actually just trying to have some fun. Could be. And but Joey was super drunk, and that was kind of the. I mean, the main thing I got from that was my God, Joey Janela wears pants that are three times too small for him. But anyway, <laughs> they, they probably weren't bought three sizes too small. <laughs> uh, they were when he wore them. Yeah, they they fit at one point. He just sort of fluctuates. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on. It wasn't a ton to get into. I just thought it was pretty cool that they actually got back together. It's been a couple of years, I would by by now that they have. So, mm-hmm. anyway, um, there was this wrestling event that was being promoted, uh, wrestling for women's charity. Um, it was being promoted as Fight TV was going to be carrying it, and Tony Khan had some wrestlers that I believe were supposed to be there at one point. Hmm. Fight TV basically came out and said, uh, nope, uh, we are not carrying this. We were never carrying this. Um, never was. And Tony Khan tweeted that his guys will not be showing up for that, or he'll be glad to make a donation, but they will not be showing up. Turns out it's Joey Ryan who booked the whole show. Oh, dear. Yeah. And Joey Ryan was going to be there. So this show has been canceled. The whole event has finally been canceled, but... Again, Fight TV was like, right away, 
they came out 29 minutes later. Hello, this is Kim Hurwitz, CMO of uh, uh, Fight TV. This is not being carried by Fight. Thank you, <laughs> Internet Wrestling Community. <laughs> Have a good day, everyone. We just wanted to make sure that everyone knows this is bullshit. Yeah, and Tony Khan, if if Joey Ryan is there, my people won't be. I'll gladly donate to the charity, though. Um, Ryan Satin, the nerve of booking Joey Ryan on a show billed as being wrestling for women's charity. Wow, a new low in professional wrestling. Congrats. I don't usually agree with Ryan Satin, but I got to agree with him there. Um, but it was bar wrestling, which was Joey Ryan, right? Yeah, that is the co- is his company. That is who was running it. Wrestling for women's charity at gmail.com. First of all, if you get a charity with a Gmail, do not donate. Do not yeah. donate. Do not donate to a no, 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 no. Do not ever donate to someone with a Gmail. No, 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 no. That ain't right. If they don't even minimum have a website, don't donate. Um, <laughs> Can't even set up a fake website. Because he would have put it under his fucking name. Mm-hmm. But to go out and say that it's going to be carried on Fight TV when you don't have a deal with Fight TV, you don't think that, I mean, this is the age of social media, instant fucking information. You don't think that that's going to get back to someone at Fight TV? And I, I think they tagged Fight TV. Hmm. And and like they did, they fucking tagged Fight TV. I don't understand how you're going to be able to get away with this, because like at some point, if the show, if you were saying that the show is going to be on Fight TV, at some point, even if they didn't notice and say, "Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit," thank you for your time, the show day would have had to have arrived at some point, uh-huh. and at some point you would have had to explain why the show that you promoted as being on Fight TV was not on Fight TV. Eventually, you're gonna have to come to that, but I guess he figured, well, you know, I'll get everybody's money. But it, dude, if I mean that was gonna, like I said, man, there's no way to get away with shit like this anymore. And mm-hmm. your your business information is public information, mostly. If it's not, there's tons of people out there that can do background checks. If they really have money and to waste, they'll pay for thirty five bucks for a fucking background check. Right. And yeah. you can find out every company you've got everything to do with. Everything, man. Everything. And like I said, plenty of people out there, a lot of businesses do background checks and have, you know, just bang, they pay and they're done. So it, it I don't know how he thought he was going to get away with, away with it. Now, it just says ties to Joey Ryan, but this looks like it was all done by Joey Ryan. And I, I like I said, I got to agree with Ryan Satin. This is nervy of him to do with all these allegations. I don't care if they're false allegations. There's still a ton of allegations. And when you have that many, what's the old saying? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, one or two, you can be like, all right, maybe, maybe, what, 12? And I mean, it's not even like this was him trying to take the first step to changing who he is or whatever. Like, we talked about, I think it was two weeks ago at this point or whatever, it's still fairly fresh, like within the last month or so, that he was uploading YouTube videos just specifically of him fondling his opponents. Yeah. So it's not like he's all of a sudden turned over to a new leaf and was like, guys, let me try to make amends for what I did. Like, he's still just being a fucking utter sleazeball. Yeah, and this just 
adds to the sleazy of everything. So anyway, as Dodger here says, uh, most importantly, he's a piece of shit. I agree. I -hmm. agree. He is. um, You know, listen, I'm not for the whole cancel this and cancel that. um, But you just can't go and start working again like nothing happened, like you weren't accused. Marty Scroll was supposed to be on, uh, I believe, a New Japan uh, show. And they yeah. pulled him from the show because of everything. Look, he admitted to everything. He did it. And I don't care what was legal there. Here, he, He's here. No. No. I mean, he was going to be over there, but no, I'm sorry. It's just, you can't just go back to work like nothing happened. And we're all supposed to just forget about it. Well, not even that, but just the continued story arc of like, you know, it's one thing if it's okay, there's some allegations and maybe they happened, maybe they didn't. He has continually, like, just continued to be an asshole. He's continued to, like, continue, you know, just keep doing this kind of, like, sketchy shit that, regardless of if they're true or not, and it does seem like they're true, but even if they're not true, the allegations, like, there's all sort of evidence of him just being a piece of shit human being that you could watch on video or you could, like, trek. Yeah. You know, he makes these videos or whatever claiming that he's a born-again Christian, and then all of a sudden he starts doing shady shit like this. Uh, looks like Which, I mean, obviously nothing against, you know, people who were born again or people that are just Christians in general, but I'm just saying, like, all of a sudden you're trying to fucking be Shawn Michaels or something, and you, you still keep being a scummy piece of shit. Kind of like Shawn Michaels. Um... <laughs> well, there you go. For a lot of us, for most of his career, uh, but anyway, I, I mean, I love Shawn Michaels, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart, you got one here, and then we'll uh, jump onto the video, and I think that's about it, brother. Real quick, do we want to talk about the potential uh, programming change for NXT? Oh, yes, we need to talk about that. <laughs> because I mean, the, the the article that I found was Ringside News, and we know that Ringside News isn't exactly a bastion for journalistic integrity. But no, but I it's been reported on the Observer that it's pretty much a done deal. Right. Um. Apparently on NXT, not a super big spoiler, but Regal announced that next week there's going to be a big announcement. So it just seems like all the pieces are sort of falling into place that this is going to become a thing. Yeah, I'm looking here because Dirt Sheet Radio also put something out about that, I believe, yesterday. I'm trying to scroll through and see if I can find it here. They just put out so many goddamn posts a day that right. takes a little while to find it. So, But yeah, it looks like they are going to be moving to Tuesdays. Um, I, This is going to be very odd because, like I said, what we're going to get is a couple of different things here. We're going to get... Some people sitting there and just kind of going, oh, look, AEW wins. And you're going to get a lot of people going, look, NXT, look, they bowed down. They bowed down. Right. You had said that Wednesdays on USA is usually basketball, right? Well, no, basically what happened, long story short, NBC Sportsnet is done. Right. And on NBC Sports Night, they would do Hockey Night in America. It'd be every Wednesday. So now the hockey-related programming is going on USA. 
and they're apparently going to be keeping the Hockey Night in America Wednesday thing. So they're going to be showing hockey games on Wednesday nights. Originally, uh, Nick Khan, not to be confused with Tony, who of no relation, I was going to say his brother to be funny. But anyways, Nick Khan had said in a press conference that it wasn't the, the NBC sort of NBC sports, their programming coming out of USA was not going to affect WWE programming. But apparently that was not true. <laughs> Believe it or not, a <laughs> businessman may have stretched the truth a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, and you're right. You had said that you were worried about that at one point and right. yeah. So there you go. They will, like you said, it's more than like, I'm still scrolling here. I hope you guys can't hear my scrolling, but Jesus Christ, these guys put out a lot of fucking posts out, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, there's been a lot oh, of different go. places that have reported. There you go. You found it. Uh, a source at NBC tells the Mat Men podcast, but you said also Meltzer mentioned it also, uh, that NXT is scheduled to move to Tuesday night starting April 13th. Official announcement from WWE to come shortly. Brian Alvarez had recently hinted at a schedule change, which would affect the ratings of both shows. This seems to be it. Will it affect the ratings? That's going to be interesting. Will it affect the ratings? I don't know. It is going to affect this show because I don't know if I want to just come on on Friday and talk SmackDown and a little bit of news. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. See, and like this, this will never happen. So this is why I feel comfortable saying this, but I, I thought it would it'd be like a funny idea if like the first week that they, they did this schedule change. Cause I think it's, it's rumored to happen in April. Hmm. Um, but I thought it would be funny if like the first week that they do hockey on Wednesday night instead of NXT, we come on Friday, we just talk about the hockey game as though it were still NXT. Like, all right, so what did you think about this Nashville Predator Chicago Blackhawks game? But that would require both of us to watch a full length hockey game, which is really just not something that I'm willing to subject either of us to for the sake of a, a bit that only I would find funny. Yeah, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I, I used to like hockey when my cousin played um right on no remember we're remember boston yeah yeah that, that makes sense my yeah, numbers add up cousin was actually drafted to the bruins and then ripped his shoulder in preseason practice yeah and could never come back that's the yeah so that sucks yeah, Dirk here is saying he doesn't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing either. Like, no. especially now that they're not going to be like putting NXT and AEW like back to back, like pitting them against each other, it, each other, so to speak. In terms of, well, here's what Dynamite did. Here's what NXT did. They probably still will initially, but I think after a while, it's going to start putting a little bit of distance between them. And then you're going to have the people that are going to watch NXT or that have been watching Dynamite might watch some NXT. You're going to have some people that were watching NXT start watching Dynamite, theoretically. You might get more eyes on both shows. And if that's the case, and that's good for everybody, I think. Yeah, possibly is. Now, the bad thing is now we're going to have more wrestling on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday back to back to back. Right. Which... Yeah, that that is especially like you were saying for us, like how that's gonna change the format, it's hard to say. Yeah, we'll we'll have to work. Oh, NXT versus Impact Tuesday Night Wars. Ooh. 
And... It would, I, I did. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I thought about that earlier. I was like, man, how funny would it be? It will never happen. But how funny would it be if like Impact started beating them? Yeah. Just because nobody has access TV, so that'll never happen. But it'd be funny if, like, oh, Impact did, uh, you know, eight thousand, eight hundred thousand, and NXT did six hundred thousand. That would be funny, but yeah, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Never. Yeah, it. I'd get a chuckle out of it, but no, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's gonna be interesting. We've said it'd be better for them to move anyway because it looks like they are splitting the ratings, and this mm-hmm. will give us a little more true after I'd say about a month will definitely be a true call to see if NXT gains viewers or if AEW gains viewers or if they lose viewers. We'll know. We'll know more uh, after April. So, you know, here we go. We shall see. We shall see. Like I said, April 13th is that supposed date where it's going to be moving to that Tuesday and we'll, uh, we will find out from there. And uh, there you go, Smart. You got some NWA news. I do, I do. So um, I'm not sure the exact date, but not from not too long from now, I believe the uh, network is going to be integrating to Peacock. So we'll be talking about that at some point, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned it, and th- they're still going back and forth on what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. now they're saying you can subscribe to Peacock if you want. Go ahead and get an account. Um, I I don't know. I I I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I'm well, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll talk about that like later on. But I, I had heard a little bit about that because there are some rumblings that they were trying to make people like sign up for a new account, and there were going to be people that just out of sheer laziness were like, "Yeah, no, fuck that, I'm done." Oh yeah, I mean, I can't get rid of my you know WWE account yet because I've got to watch pay per views. So right. You know. Yeah, you gotta watch that fast lane. Gotta watch fast lane coming up next with my guy. We have back to back pay per views. Kill Do me, fucking a. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> uh, kill me now, Jesus. Get it over with. Um, but yes, NWA. Oh yeah. Pay per views, actually, fittingly enough, this is from uh, comicbook.com, which you were saying has been doing more wrestling articles. Mm-hmm. Says news, and I feel like you sort of spurred this on because you were talking about how. They were basically just a body that you were like poking with a stick at this point to see if they would move because <laughs> they haven't done much of anything in the last couple of months, especially during the pandemic. But uh, news that the National Wrestling Alliance would be making a comeback popped up earlier this week and the listing for an upcoming pay-per-view seems to have spoiled the surprise after the NWA's official YouTube channel which was home to its weekly studio show, NWA Power, worth about eight hours, pulled all of its content. Wrestling Inc. reported that the promotion had reached a distribution deal and details would be released soon. Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer then reported that the company would have its next round of tapings March 21 through the 24th. Wrestling fans spotted a NWA event dubbed NWA Back for the Attack on Fight TV on Tuesday which presumably will not be ran by Joey Ryan, indicating that the promotion will be working with the iPay-Per-View service going forward. All replays of Power and the company's past pay-per-views into the fire and hard times are available to watch as well. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. The NWA is apparently coming back. And the event is said to feature... Yeah, it's going to be featuring... Uh, let's see... 
NWA's current champions include NWA world champion Nick Aldis, NWA women's champion Serena Deeb, who is signed with AEW, NWA world television champion Elijah Bird. I completely forgot that he was uh, Uh still on the scene, still in the game. NWA world tag team champions Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos, who I've actually seen a little bit on uh, GCW. He does the Josh Burnett Bloodsport shows. He's fucking ripped. And uh, uh, and Thunder Rosa is also being built for this show. If you look up top, uh, Thunder NWA Rosa, national champion Trevor Murdoch, huh? How about and, that? And Camille, I like Camille. Uh, she's been taking pictures of herself lately on Instagram. There you go. <sighs> anyway, go ahead. So yeah, I think yeah, that covers everybody. There. They're saying uh, Nick Aldis, Thunder Rosa, and Stevens, yeah. Trevor Murdoch, Elijah Burke. Tim Storm, Camille, and many more. This will see how much AEW is going to be using the NWA stars coming up, uh, coming up more. So that might not be where we see them anymore. They might be back on NWA, maybe not so much on AEW. Now, no, neither NWA nor Fight TV have released statements. So, you know, but also Fight TV didn't tweet 29 minutes later. We're not carrying this shit. Right, so <laughs> That'd be amazing if they did. Like, look, we're, we don't do business with Billy Corgan either. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. That would have been funny though. Okay, <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with his character. We just we we've watched the product and we just don't particularly care for it. <laughs> nah, just don't care. Just don't care. So, but uh, nah, this is um this is good. I'm glad uh, NWA is doing something finally. Um, I'm glad. I really am because. Like I said, that's why they were my worst promotion of the year last year. They did nothing. They just didn't even try. I know he wanted to be safe. I know he wanted this. Great. But try. I know they put out that little, like I said, the carnival show or whatever it was, Carney Mania or whatever it was. It didn't last for, what, three, three, four weeks, and that was it. They just gave up. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they're doing something. I'm glad they got to deal with Fight TV. That'll be something uh, a lot of people are getting fight TV because there's so many indie shows and you know, AEW's on there and all that stuff. You know, I did find out if you have Hulu live, you can watch AEW on there. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you can watch. I will AEW say I think that my favorite part of watching Hulu, which I've been doing for the past like two or three weeks now, watching wrestling on Hulu they have sort of just coincidentally eliminated my like least favorite thing about wrestling nowadays, the fucking pitcher in pitcher. Uh. Because they just, because, you know, they don't have commercials on the Hulu, you know, if you pay for the Hulu, you know, they don't have the commercial break, so you don't have the pitcher in pitcher. Right. Yeah, you just come back and there it is. Right, yeah, the, the the stuff that would be seen during the picture in picture, they just cut out, so you just see, you know, before the commercial and then after the commercial. Which, thank God, I just can't fucking do the picture in picture. Yeah, Jr. had a couple of times tonight where he was uh, kind of off on the old, uh, on the old. Here at one point, it was when uh, Sheeta and uh, uh, Rio were in the ring, and. Um, they were sitting there, and Jared's like, we're going to a break. And then right as that happens, Ryu punches Sheeta. And then and he's like, oh! Okay. And they didn't go to break till it was done, and then they went to break. He's like, all right, now we're going to break. Hmm. There you go. So, well, 
I don't think we got any more, man. I think that's about all for the night. I did have, I did send you that video. Oh, the video. You if we want to end on that, because we, this is of course an AEW sort of legend. I think we'll never forget his uh, death-defying aerial leap. <laughs> he soared through the air, a la Jimmy Snuka off the top of the cage against uh, Don Morocco, uh, where young Mick Foley was watching in Medicine Square Garden. There you go. Look at that. Wow, what a reference. Um, <laughs> Say, I, I felt the Hummer blood surge through my veins. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said Guero. Uh <laughs> Hey, throwback. Um, now, it looks like he's playing a a Madden game. Yeah, I, I, we should clarify. This is Snoop Dogg, legend of AEW, Snoop Doggy Dogg, a.k.a. Snoop Lion, a.k.a. Snoop Dizzle, any number of his million nicknames. Is he uh, is, is on Twitch. He's doing the Twitch thing. Yep. He's playing Madden. He um, has a bit of a rough go with it. And this, what what you end up hearing happens, and then after this, he inadvertently leaves his stream running for about seven hours unattended. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's sort of been having a fun time at his expense. Oh, here's forty-seven seconds of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Fuck. <laughs> He's just a little bit more. He's just looking down. Fuck this shit. Turned it off. Came in this fucking room and everything went fucking bad. Fuck this shit, man. <laughs> Fuck. So there you go. There's a bit of a visual component to this too, so I recommend checking it on YouTube. But it's it's been pretty popular. His opponent ended up going up on him 21-0 at Madden, and then Snoop gets mad, just starts fucking bashing his controller. Wow. At one point, th- th- this is my favorite part, and I, I thank God for reading the comment section because I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. He go he gets really really mad. And he like bashes his controller against the computer desk or whatever, and then he puts his hand to his mouth. To as though to like take a hit, but there's nothing there, so he ends up just instinctively trying to calm himself down by hitting a non-existent joint. Wow! Oh, yeah, I did see that right at the end. There, he's looking down, and he was like, "Man, I'm probably thinking I'm going to get me a fucking smoke." <laughs> but yeah, and he course, uh, got pretty angry there. It's just a video yeah, game, it's, bro. It's, it's funny because it's just. Such a juxtaposition from the Snoop Dogg that we're like used to seeing, just always being calm, cool, and collected, just throwing a fucking temper tantrum as one does from time to time, just in the middle of a game. And like now, people have just had a lot of fun with this because this happened uh, the twenty eighth, ah. so this is new. And people have just put put the video of him like throwing the controller or whatever, and just put like different video games in the background. So it's like Snoop loses at Halo, Snoop loses at Call of Duty, just all these different games, <laughs> just whatever game you can oh, think of. Wow. There's this video of Snoop losing and just having a real hard time with it. Yeah, he definitely had a hard time with it. Absolutely. Uh, oof, Snoop, man, you need to you need to smoke more before you play, brother. And then that was the great part is that like his stream ended up running for an additional like six to seven hours with just a black screen and like his chair in the background. And then he doesn't even realize that the stream's still going on because somebody posted a clip of him ending it. Mm. He just sees that the computer is still going. So he just like 
shuts down the computer and we get to see him shut down the computer at the end. This is after like seven hours. Oh man. He probably got all fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi Marks. You guys want to be checking them out. And once again, you're going to ask me, well, where do I check them out? You check them out on Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Pod, uh, Metal Mitt Network, sorry. Two T's in Mitt. Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Network. Uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday nights. And, of course, Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades. You guys want to be checking out the Inhuman Experience. Find them on all the usual podcast platforms. And everything unscripted wrestling podcast, even though I lost, you can still go ahead and check them out. Uh, they can be found on all those usual podcast platforms also. And, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Type in everything unscripted. It will pop up for you. Shout out to Stephen Milan, of course, sharing the show. Find him over there reviewing movies, letterboxd, B-O-X-D dot com slash Stephen Milan, two L's in Milan. And, of course, like I've always said, y'all know where to find us. You can find us on Spreaker. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. And, of course, right here, Mixer.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. Come check us out live. You know when we're on. We say it all the time. And Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Anchor. Go. That's right. Monday is 8.30 at the Metal Med Podcast Network. Be sure to check out Cheese on Sports with the Cheese Man. And Sunday afternoons is your time and place for the Modert City Machine Guns. Also on the Metal Mitt Podcast Network. Right there on the Mixler. You needn't look any further. But what else you need to do is you need to load up the rocket fuel because you want to venture on upwards into the heavens into planet Raconteur. It's the Planet Raconteur podcast with Bobby Anthem. Somebody better tell him, somebody better tell him that Bobby's going to get him. Mojo, I'm stealing your shit. What you going to do about it, pal? Papa Dave Sincere and Yuck Nasty. Be sure to check out all 16 episodes as well as story excerpts, interviews, and be sure to be subscribed so that you will be ready when season two drops from the heavens. All right, there you go. I got a baby crying behind me. So on that note, Friday night, we're back. See ya! Adios. If you don't know what to do with yourself, take your drunken ass home. Oh, yeah!